Okay, there we go. Fuzzy feelings. Shane Brennan, you big softy. Yeah, Look at you surprising yeah, us for the Christmas exciting. episode. What a sap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to an extra special episode of I Love That Ad. It is the annual tradition of the I Love That Ad Christmas special with the queen of Christmas, Emily Brew. Hello, Emily. Hello, how are you? Welcome to my home. This is amazing. So obviously viewers will be uh, a bit intrigued to go wonder where we actually are. We're yeah. actually not in those little boxes, the Zoom No, boxes for are, once. Which is nice, which is nice. So Emily, where are we? Well, when you got in touch with me and said, do you want to come on the episode again? I said, of course I do. And why don't you join us in our home in the Clayton and Liffey Valley? So we are in the Christmas FM studio. Well, actually, we're in the podcast studio, which is where we record Christmas FM, the podcast, little plug. Uh, But this has been our home now for the last two years of Christmas FM and will be for at least another year. So hopefully they keep us on that long. But yeah, they give us the studio space completely free of charge. We fit it out uh, with the generous contributions from our premier FM sponsors. And this is where we are all year round. That's amazing. Mm. So Christmas FM is only a couple of months a year, but it's you're here all year all year prepping. round, prepping content. You know, doing recording days with our charity partners. We have a couple of other projects as well: Halloween FM, This mm. Is Ireland, different podcasts. So there's always something going on in here. That's amazing, and yeah. it's it's such a wonderful space. Just walking through it, like the the yeah, the, it's kind of how spacious it is. Because we've been recording what this is our hundred and forty fifth episode of of I Love That Ad. And obviously we have been, um, uh, I don't know, reduced to our Zoom boxes for such a yes. long period. It is very refreshing to sit in a nice space with a microphone. I know. And sit across the table for someone but, and chat. Yeah, bit. and have coffee together. Yeah, and, and just been like, yeah. Hugs. Yeah, exactly. Just, just took three years to get into a proper recording studio. <laughs> it did. We did a pub, we did an office, and now we're in a recording studio. <laughs> So Emily, with this episode, you're you're uh, smashing records and and uh, accolades on all of yes. that. You are the most returned guest uh, ever Am on, I? on, on the podcast. Oh, yes, wow. thank so, you. A, a big honor. And uh, if all goes well in the next 30, 40 minutes, hopefully uh, you'll still be welcome back next year. Yeah, well, let's that. see. Remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> the jury's still out. Don't count your chickens. Yeah. So uh, before we we ask you back onto this this episode. Were you already planning your selection for this year's Christmas special? Well, would that seem like I was counting my chickens? But yes, I was. was. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm deep in Christmas content all the time anyway. So every time I saw a new ad come out, I kind of went, would that be good for the pod? Would that be good for the pod? And there was nothing really that had caught my eye in in a big way. And then I didn't get the call from you for so long. There's only one ever person, and it has to be the Queen of Christmas coming coming onto the onto the yeah. podcast. So before we jump into your selection that you've uh, that you've got for us this year, Emily, uh, do you want to give us a, a quick rundown on what's going on with Christmas FM yes, in 2023? I would love to. So it's our 16th year on air, which might come as a surprise to a lot of people. 16 That's years, like there are almost new adults that don't know a Christmas without Christmas <laughs> FM. Um, so we're, we're bigger than we ever have been before. We've got more partners, more sponsors, more charity partners. You might remember last year we set up the Magic uh, the magic of Christmas Appeal mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas FM. So rather than having just one charity partner, we now have multiple partners yeah. uh, who benefit from the fundraising efforts of Christmas Amazing. FM. So this year they are Bernardo's, Barrettstown, Make-A-Wish and the Community Foundation of Ireland. Mm-hmm who obviously then allow us to spread the donations across lots of smaller projects around Ireland. So delighted to have them on board again. We've raised over three million so far for our charity partners. And this year the target is 300,000. So uh, 
just doing everything we can to, yeah. to try and get to that. So our big day obviously is donation day. That is Wednesday, the 20th of December. Uh, and that is when we will all be poured in here. Charity partners, sponsors, press, mm-hmm. us, everybody fundraising from 7am to 7pm um, to, to drive that figure. So That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what I love about that is, is like Christmas FM, when you put it on, is just... It's just joy. It's, it's just wholesome. Just, exactly, because mm-hmm. it's, it's Christmas songs. It helps get in the spirit of it. But it's, it's well, something like that can be seen as frivolous. It's actually doing such a, an important job to, to, to communities all around yeah. the, the country. So beyond it just giving you that, that kind of fuzzy Christmas feeling, listening to it, it's going way further than that. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And 16 years. That's, 16 years. That's insane. I know. I'm trying to think, do I remember the first year? I think I do. I think I do, yeah. I was yes yeah 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 yeah. I was driving down the the road and Feliz Navidad came on uh, in the car and turned to my wife and I said uh, oh this song reminds me of working in in MediaWorks in the office Mm. I've never heard it before then and like she couldn't believe that because all or 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 Christmas was like this is what I call Christmas CD that was it like every single year so if it wasn't on that CD or double double CDs it didn't exist yeah Christmas FM is where I got introduced to that song. And you know, again, we hear that a lot, that that, that mm. people hear Christmas songs that they've never heard before for the first time in Christmas FM. And, you know, people who don't listen think it's all Wham and Mariah and that's it. Yeah. But no, because we drop in new music every year. So last year, you know, Lizzo was a new big hit for us. Uh, actually, just this morning on the day that we were recording, we announced the winner of the Kildare Village Christmas FM Song Contest 2023. And Amy, who is a recording artist from Dublin, won with her song Grafton Street Lights. And it's a, a really beautiful tune. So Ooh, oh, you know, Irish music in the mix there as well. So Emily, people are dying for the full year to wait for your selection. Uh, in, in so Christmas. <laughs> people, people are, are dying. I need the retention of the podcast, you know. So yeah, yeah. Keep, oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Emily, can you tell us what is your Christmas selection for this year? I can. I've gone a little bit off piste in some ways mm-hmm. because I haven't picked a massive production as my selection this year mm-hmm. but in true Emily Bruce style I have gone with the tearjerker because I just can't ever bring myself away from it so I have gone with the Charlie's Bar viral um, pub ad which was well we'll talk about it after we have a yeah. little look Brilliant. perfect let's, let's take a look Cardinal's boy is hiding in those weak and drunken hearts Guess he kissed the girls and made them cry Those hard-faced queens of misadventure Cardinal's boy is hiding in those weak and sunken lives Fiery thrones of muted angels
Christmas ad sensation. Sensation is the word. The effectiveness to cost on that ad. (laughs) How much do you think? Or do you know already? No, I don't. I I know I know it was just shot on an iPhone. Yeah. Um I imagine obviously the song they didn't didn't pay for any of that stuff, so I'd say it was just time. <laughs> They're like, imagine, imagine the artist was like, it's too late. It's like, I can't tell them to yeah, take yeah. it down. <laughs> um, it was 700 pounds. Did they spend 700 pounds? They did, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa. I would have just wow. thought it was just people in the bar that day. The fair play. No, I think well, he, he's an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he is an actor. Yeah. Martin McManus is. And I was thinking, yeah, Jesus, they got some, like, fair play to that. Obviously, I just thought it was a local who drinks in the bar. And he probably did a bit of acting in his day. And I like, think it's, a, it's a bit of that it's too. Of I'd that. say they threw him a few quid and then, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, so where it came about was the bar manager who was Una, uh, Una Burns is the bar manager there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had hired a young content creator who had kind of left her marketing job uh, for a St. Patrick's Day, similar kind of video and yeah. said, we'd love to have you back again to do something for Christmas. But we've got quite a specific idea around it. You know, we've noticed there's a lot of people in our community, particularly older people, you know, who are a little isolated and, you know, they mm-hmm. come in regularly and, you know, they have the chats with us, but they kind of don't really have friends and people around yeah. them. And we'd love to do something that kind of speaks to that and speaks to, you know, if you see someone on their own, a smile or a handshake or a nod or something yeah. is a nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, so the creator's name is Aoife Teague. Um, she's 23 years old and she shot the whole thing on a, as she calls it, battered up, scratched iPhone. Um, and it was the two of them it was her and Una who kind of came up with the idea for it it's such an interesting like okay so from a like as a director I I think it's so interesting that this has blown up yeah, because even from because you've been trying to get stuff to blow up for your, your whole <laughs> no career. No, like, like, the only reason people know I'm a director is because of this fucking up. podcast. Yeah, I, I have. Many Fanuna nailed it in <laughs> yeah, one video. It ruined it. What, what are I'm you up to? <laughs> but like, it's their understanding. There's like simple. So the simple things they did that made this successful, like knowing they didn't have budget to do audio, mm. like that audio would have ruined it. It was funny. We were only talking to my wife about when I show her drafts of things we make where the mix isn't done. And before she learned what a mix was, she calls it the sound grade because she thinks grading and mixing is the same thing. And I was like, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, she, I remember the first thing I showed her and the mix wasn't done. I was kind of like to her, I was like, don't worry, the mix isn't done. And she didn't know what the fuck that meant. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then she watched, she was like, they've put a lot of work in this. is terrible. <laughs> she literally said that she said, she said it to him this morning and then we showed her something else and showed it with a mix and she goes, oh. So she doesn't even does. understand. Like she didn't know what she knew was wrong with it. She yeah. knew there was something really wrong yeah. with it. So even like not having to compete with that from a production perspective, they do some interesting, like their understanding of cutting, like getting themselves cuts. Yeah. Like it, instead of just trying to like, it would have been real easy to, oh, we'll do it as a one And just yeah. pan, and like, like people do. And even yeah. steadying and even yeah. like doing little camera movements, just it just brings up that quality. But it's the fact, there's just such a nice... There's a nice level of production to it. You know what I mean? You yeah. could see that it they, doesn't feel completely amateur. No, 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 no. You could see they had a goal. Mm. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew, okay, we, we wanted to get an actor. We we know that's important. We want to get like you know it's someone in social media who knew put a dog in it. Yeah, oh well, we said that the dog because, is the dog is overkill. Like. Yeah, like like animals <laughs> on the internet is the internet. <laughs> Cats. Is uh, is Charlie's bar a dog uh, friendly? Bar. Oh, better be. Yeah, you'd hope yeah. it would. Yeah. Too late now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a big thing as 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 a dog owner as well. It's like 
in England it's very dog it's, accessible but pretty much in Ireland it's are, not yeah. very much so yeah yeah well this is Enniskillen so maybe there's more maybe yeah. I remember finding that real when I lived in England just people with dogs in pubs I'd be like this this allowed I know publicans yeah. wouldn't let you like talk too loudly they'll kick you out but um and you you have a horse not a dog yeah. so like they wouldn't let you <laughs> you're thinking like the little cute dog and that yeah grand not your fucking <laughs> taking up three seats your man's losing his shirt on the night because there's a gold yeah. a labradoodle in the corner like golden doodle, golden. a golden doodle golden. um but uh no yeah it's great like it's it's for me it's really it's just really interesting to see that catch fire yeah it's such an like it's something we, we talk about in meetings with people around the authenticity of your message mm-hmm. and which can be lost so easily in advertising when you try to push oh don't i know yeah right you know <laughs> and like when you can not saying some, anything about any particular <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but if you get like when you get something genuinely authentic they have a level of production to it mm. that's completely acceptable for how it was delivered and they put effort and time into it and they thought about what they were doing yeah it didn't feel rushed no it felt thought out yeah and i think with any type of art being filmed being art is when you know what you're trying to achieve and you know why you're trying to achieve it even if it's advertising it lands yeah you know what i mean and the message is gorgeous like uh, it makes me it's what it's funny i always like to try to assess an ad as like oh i wonder if that will change my perception of something like remember was it Taika Waititi and the Ricky Gervais um, stop motion around animal cruelty? Yes, yes. Like that really messed me Forever. up for a while, as in with regards to what shampoo I use. What yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. I'd still to this day, it angers me seeing like different beauty products because of that ad. Yeah. It just landed. At the time at which it landed, it landed for me. And this one, I'm like, oh, if I'm in the pub today and I see an old boy, I'll be like, well, yeah. How are you doing? That's it. And I was like, that yeah. works. There we go. Success. And and that's the thing. And I, I wasn't even sure if I could bring it on to the podcast because it doesn't feel like a traditional ad. It feels more yeah. like a social justice campaign or something like that. But it it is an ad for the bar, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it was shot yeah. by them to bring yeah. in more customers. Yeah. Um. It, they just they did it very gently in yeah, a way. They that, did, yeah. Yeah. Which I think, is great. I think the environment in which it was seated out on on social with the with the portraits uh, format. Yeah. I think that that gives it a lot more license to be the cut that it is as mm. well because it's not meant to be a big you know shimmy type of you know all across all different mm-hmm. landscapes and yeah. formats it's this is what it is it's yeah. a story shot in portrait mode and it fights if you were to read i read an awful lot about social retention rate in the first 15 seconds you know with streaming youtube and all this has changed how a lot of films are made nothing happens at the start of that film it's just him, him walking mm. and it's funny how like that worked yeah you know what i mean it's like everything else is so trying to get that first five seconds of attention by not doing that you made yourself stand out yeah and the, the music choice is really good Re- music choice yeah, is very was good, good. Yeah, like yeah. The, as i said like it's just i'm really I, I i'm like still digesting that ad yeah from when it came out i'm still trying to figure out i'm like what what, what made this happen yeah you know um apart from all their great work but like what made this like this could easily been the type of video when you jumped onto charlie's bar youtube in two years you're like oh they did something that has 200 views but it didn't. It blew. Yeah. And you're like, that's just, it's just such a cool anomaly. Like, I think I saw it on, is it Famous Campaigns on LinkedIn? I think, like, Campaign oh, it's gone Live everywhere. must it's have been, like, yeah. all these, oh, like, yeah. like, I'm just waiting for the drum to put it up. Sure, sure Sky <laughs> News did a whole kind of they report did. on it. And they even got um, Adam and Eve on to talk on behalf of really? John Lewis. 
about you know emotional ads at Christmas time, yeah. and you know they kind of did their their blanket well done to, to you know the, yeah. the brand. That's great, yeah. you know, and you know our here's Christ, yeah, our, <laughs> our, our Christmas ad with the fly shop or whatever is yeah. is is still a great production. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think though what would be great if I was Charlie's bar now, I'd do with that. Do you know that one pub in that Guinness ad does? It does a bus. Oh yes. Oh, if I was Charlie's yeah, bar now, yeah. I'd be like, "Come it's celebrate Christmas." Well, they've gone the other route, you commercial bastards. They have set up. They have set up a fundraiser, oh. uh, <laughs> and they have created some merchandise, and the proceeds knew, of that are going to go to like a, an old person's organization oh, in in the north. So they're they they've they've teamed up with a stitching club to make jumpers and hats and stuff. That's like that. No, okay. they're just playing the long con. They're just that. playing the long con. You watch now. Next Christmas, come here and knit jumpers. It's like slave labor. <laughs> You watch buses on, yeah. I'm telling you. Telling you. Now fair play fair play to yeah, fair play good. to the team behind that. It's just it's it's really refreshing in how financially dominated Christmas is by millions and millions of spend. Yes. To see something really authentic just break through and kick the crap and out I of everything. I think that was ultimately what made me pick it because that's something that we struggle with here because, yeah. you know, any footage that you see behind the scenes in Christmas FM, yeah. any of our reels, anything, is all shot by me on this yeah, phone with yeah. absolutely no background whatsoever yeah, yeah, yeah. in production, in in filmmaking, in anything. So I'm kind of going, you know, yeah. all right, well, how should this look? And, you know, there, I'm 25 edits in going, I need to go to sleep now. You know, so yeah, 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 it's yeah, that yeah. sense of like they tried to do something and they nailed it. And I just feel so happy yeah. for them that they did. You know? I just feel sorry for, for Eva Nuna having to come up with a sequel. This, this is year. the problem. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm, Eva, if I'm Eva Nuna, I'm quitting, quitting and going yeah. to a creative agency yeah. to get a payday get out on top you're not get doing a sequel that was a that was a great great selection and I'm glad to, glad you brought it because that deserved yeah, it does. top billing really on the show really really did and uh, we can always rely on you for the cheer jerk yeah. uh, every, yeah. every year so predictable um, so Shane you had a small budget film as well you wanted to yeah bring. well mine is actually a great segue mine was shot on an iPhone as well Ah, well, 50% excellent. of it was but, um, so yeah I was like you swear we fucking planned that we really didn't um so yeah, this is Apple's Fuzzy Feeling um, ad this year, um, shot on the iPhone. I think I don't. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know. Two hundred and fifty-two. Fifteen <laughs> Pro or fifteen Max or something, whatever the most expensive one they're trying to sell is, and the whole thing was edited on a MacBook as well. So I like when Apple do this; they kind of push their own products. Um, but yeah, it's it's only came out this year. I kind of think it's kind of flown a little bit under the radar. It's got a lot of stop motion in it, 50% of it, and I am just a sucker for stop motion. I, I adore stop motion, yeah. especially when it's done very, very well. You Have you ever I'm... seen the behind the scenes of the making of Elf and their whole bit about stop motion? You should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I watch all the Wes Anderson stuff behind the scenes. That's oh, yeah. all amazing. Like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I just want, and, and it's a similar thing, and, and this ad actually touches on what the Charlie's bar, bar ad is. All the stop motion is done, is, is kind of surprised by a character, done with an iPhone. It's showing how accessible creativity is with these products, right? Which the iPhone shot Charlie's bar. So mm -hmm. if I was Apple, I would have just wrapped Charlie's bar and the fact that they made it. <laughs> um, but... Um, and I just think it's it's a really, and that's what I love about stop motion. Technically, if you have all the time in the world and a phone, you could make an Oscar-winning animation without any skill apart from okay. modeling. 
You know what I mean? Just taking your time, getting yeah, it wrong yeah. and going again, just having a story and bringing it to life. And that's what I love about stop motion. Yeah. It's time consuming as opposed to um, equipment necessary. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You take the time to do it, you can do it. You just It might take you a bit longer. So I think we'll give this a watch and then yeah. we'll chat about it.
Okay, there we go. Fuzzy feelings. Shane Brennan, you big softy. Yeah, Look at you surprising yeah, us for the Christmas episode. What a sup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so as I said, kind of, there's actually a lot of similarities with the Charlie kind of. Yeah. Um, the ad with regards to one, how it's made, and two, what I think what they were trying to. So one that's made by TBWA and Media Arts Lab. So 50% of the film was shot on an iPhone, all stop animation stuff, stop animation stuff was done on an iPhone. Um, they really wanted to focus on how using your creativity will allow you to look at the world through a different lens. And I think you really see that with this relationship between this um, worker manager, okay? How she starts off kind of taking out her frustrations on him almost like in a voodoo doll sense in a hilarious way yeah very good very talented stop motion artist by the way that must I'm surprised that didn't take her 12 months till next Christmas mm. <laughs> um, but yeah they kind of really wanted to focus on how using creativity can kind of change your perspective on stuff and I thought it just the stop motion has done so nicely it's kind of the characters are designed in a way I think sometimes like like if you take Wes Anderson's stuff um, the characters are all designed very similarly. So he dominates what stop motion looks like for 10 years. And then you had all the Wallace and Gromit stuff. They would have... Ardmore Studios, isn't it? Ardmore? Yeah. They're, yeah, they dominated what stop motion looked like for, for 20 years. Mm. So it's really nice to see something to have characters designed in a completely separate way. You see now Guillermo del Toro is coming out his Pinocchio film, which got nominated for an Oscar. And he's kind of really moving into the animation space, which means... He's his big, style. He's a big lamplighter at the minute. For, well, he for wants animation. adult animation. Yeah. That's his thing. It's kind of moving into that more kind of... It's and a like, valid art form. It's a valid art thing. form, yeah. And like um, Tim Burton then obviously was yeah. the one first. So all these people have styles. So it's really rare to get to see a style of character that you haven't seen in the way in which they're designed mm. in this kind of felt fuzzy. And I, I, I just really liked it. I just really liked how how it was designed i liked how it brought the message to life um and when i saw it i was just like yeah that's that's the one that's the one for me this year you know and obviously the message is really strong you know yeah that that line you make the holidays yeah I mean, that's a lovely line it's very true you know yeah fairness apple are they're well known for not only their ads but their holiday ads do do mm -hmm. kind of fairly hit it every couple of years they'll they'll get one that that kind of really yeah. knocks on the head and as as to your point earlier on at the before we watched this chain is the product is integral to the ad yeah um yeah. Yeah. And there there was one i remember uh where there is a family getting together for christmas and going through all the traditions and then there's like a moody teenager just on his phone all the time uh but then at the end he showed a movie that when he was on his phone he actually was shooting a family oh, yeah. family oh, holiday film yeah. And editing on the phone and stuff. But again, product seamlessly integrated into mm -hmm. it. Yeah. But still with the fuzzy feelings uh, yeah. around it. And fairness, so like there's, there's not much you can say, but, but hats off to them. And I think we've commented on their kind of their accessibility features recently on yeah. an episode and on an episode with Jamie from Diageo. They're really good at doing product demonstration mm. ads that aren't product demonstration ads. And like when you sell product, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, they really they're they're really one of the few who are just essentially their advertising is all product demonstration, even though it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, you know? but yeah, that's the 
Beautiful. Loved it. Yeah, it's great to get a bit teary. It, it did make me a little yeah, bit emotional. I've heard say. a few people yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be back in five. <laughs> but you're not expecting it. No. Do you know? Because it starts yeah. off so comical yeah. and, you know, she's taking the piss out of him yeah. and, you know, as you say, the voodoo thing. Yeah. And then, there, you know, it's that moment. There's the little switch yeah, the where switch. the creativity allows yeah. her. And I think that's what I really enjoy is the swing in that the last 75% when she sees a meat alone. Wait, she gets the gift. Mm. She sees a meat alone. And then she's staring at the version of him that she has punished. Yeah. And he's got the broken glasses. And the she's blood. staring at him. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, I've misunderstood. Yeah. You know? Now, he probably is. He, he's definitely a bit of a prick. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not necessarily completely misunderstood. Let's not gaslight the poor woman. No. But like, um, yeah, it's just. Well, she you know. was the bigger person at the end of it, yeah, though. Exactly. You know? I, yeah. what, I, what I liked about that that part of the film, with that, that turn was. The, the struggles you could get off her is in like I, I still want to punish this character mm, she does when yeah. no one is the wrong thing to do there's a better there's a better human way to deal with this yeah. uh, and she dealt, dealt with it through her creativity which was and he had that moment when he sighed before he gave her the gift yeah yeah, he yeah. Was like, you could tell they just don't have a good relationship at all, at all. Yeah. and he was like no I've made it for her so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give it to her um, no, yeah, that's that's oh, my beautiful. selection yeah. Yeah. thanks yeah and and I thought as well not that I know anything about this but beautifully shot. Do you yeah. know, as a as a as a production, it's it, just... was, it was the director duo. Now their name escapes me, but what they did was they actually separated the production, so one managed the stop motion and one managed because right. they didn't want to. They just thought it was too much. Yeah, yeah. To try and get done um, by themselves. There was a lovely little part in that that I nearly missed, but in the opening sequence when it showed, you know, the the uh, toy shop and the cafe was in the background. It's mm. her. Yeah. And then the next live action shot of her. When she's running to work, yeah. It's her modeling her world. Yeah. Which yeah. was really cool. But there are different yeah. names in the shots, but just like you'd, you'd miss that yeah. easily. But I just thought that was a lovely attention to detail. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, uh, once again, it, it all comes back to them saying, looking at your world differently through creative. Mm. And I think that was their way of teeing up for the audience that this character she's messing with is actually in her life. Yeah. So they're like, everything else you're seeing is in her life as well. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be, I wasn't sure where she was going with the dog. I was like, is she going to get my dog in real life? I was like, that's a big leap. Yeah, I was wondering that. <laughs> I about. was like, yeah, I was like, how is... And, uh, they actually, they wrote that in afterwards because they saw how well Charlie's bar was did. doing. Yeah. So they're like, get, the dog. get a felt dog in there. <laughs> dog and old, older man, then you're laughing. It's a winning combination. Yeah. Uh, but great shout. Great shout. Yeah. Out. No, uh, great selection. Really, I thought it was a really good one. And so I, I think you're gonna go. Yeah, we have a we have a, a first on on the I love that uh, podcast. Full stop. Go on, because I think it actually means it's two firsts. I don't think John Lewis has made the has made the podcast. Oh, is this the first year? Is John Lewis <laughs> hasn't made the podcast? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So my ad is not a John Lewis ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Shane. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we 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 have 140 what episodes of this now, Shane? 45, 145. 145 episodes. So. Wow. Uh, we've, Check. I don't recall, I don't think we've ever brought our own work onto the podcast. We uh, have discussed the odd thing, but we've never shown. We've discussed you've never many, brought many an add on. No. Uh, no, we've never brought an add on. But this year is quite special because we've been able to combine two major loves of our lives uh, advertising, especially advertising at Christmas, and movies together. Wow. So the ad I have is uh, a trailer for an upcoming ad we've produced uh, with Lidl, uh, where they have created the most magical movie ever. So what they've done is they've gone to, uh, with a partnership with the Irish Times group, 
they've got a call out to the nation of Ireland for kids to write in what they think the most magical film would be. And they have sent in, we've got hundreds of scripts, over 370 entries of mm-hmm. magical movie ideas from kids. Oh. And what we've done uh, over the last couple of weeks is Shane, alongside the director, Jason Brannigan, have gone through every single word submitted and produced one script that has as many, uh, uh, actually touches on every single entry, has elements from every single yeah, there one. Yeah, there was clear themes as we were... Um as we were going through the entry, obviously what you were trying to do was take the creativity that the kid, because like the magic of Christmas, one, for adults lives in film, and two, you're trying to see the world through a kid's eyes. I was just about to say. Right? Yeah. So what we wanted to do was, obviously you couldn't do everything, but what we, what we were trying to do when reading the amazing entries was find themes that were running throughout. And find aspects that uh, most of the kids were all touching on, such as elves or things happening. Snow. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A task for something to do. Mm-hmm. Christmas having to be saved. You know what I mean? Something maybe happening um, in a little store at nighttime. And you could see these after a while of going through and you're like, oh, okay, we can see these. And then some really interesting kind of funny things that, you know, one made in as kind of a throwaway. This is written by kids. Yeah, type, yeah. Um, type gag. But it was, yeah, it was, it was a really refreshing way to approach a film. It was a really refreshing way to, to, to work with worth with our partners and, and, and lead as a client on it. As as I said to you about the Charlie's Bar, what we wanted to do was this had to be authentic. To feel authentic mm-hmm. and so therefore going to kids for the source material meant you weren't delving in for some I always think of like big or elf, you know, where it's the, in the movie where it's like or the, isn't it the nineteen eighties or nineteen nineties Santa Claus where um uh, Tim Allen no, the one before that with um, oh. your man from Third Rock and the Sun is the villain and he runs a candy store. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. these adults corrupting Christmas or John thinking, Nicole. yeah, John Nicole, um, thinking it's one thing. And then when the kid or the the elf or the, the magic character comes out, he's like, no, it's not about that. It's yeah. about this. So what we wanted to do was not be those adults and let the kids start the process and tell us what it's about. Um, so, yeah, yeah super so, exciting. So Shane and Jason, they've, Produced, they took all these amazing entries, put them into one script. We've shot that, we've edited that, and it is the film is launching on the Lidl social channels and in select cinemas around the country on Saturday, the 16th of December. Uh, so, as today is the 13th, Wednesday the 13th, we uh, can't show the film just yet, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but we have the trailer. So, we're going to show the trailer and then everyone keep an eye out on the 16th for the most magical Christmas movie ever. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at the trailer. Perfect. I need to save Christmas. And the robot with him. But then a sack full of presents falls out of the sky in front of him in the car park. I believe in you. You just have to believe in yourself. Yeah, so that's the trailer for uh, the most magical Christmas movie ever, which is, again, out on the 16th, Saturday the 16th. And it's going to be in cinemas over the Christmas period as well as on Lidl's social channels. So have a look uh, there to, to, to see it. Yeah.
I presume I'll be getting the press release before anybody else. Always an exclusive. So yeah. <laughs> if, if Christmas is mentioned, even thought of in a sentence, you're, yeah. you automatically have exclusivity. I think they it. have to call Christmas FM to get approval of the <laughs> Christmas. Anything on Christmas. It's like the Olympics. Yeah. It's trademarked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't say five rings, call. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was, it, was, it was really fun to, because we, we've talked about... Uh, us at Folk and moving into film space and writing mm. shorts and writing features and actually starting to make stuff that has nothing to do with the commercial world. Mm. But when you can combine these in a really authentic way, that was that was just it's such a fun project. And it's still to obviously launch, but to actually be there from idea right through to getting the entries yeah. in from the kids, seeing the, the madness that was coming through. How many scripts did you read? Uh, nearly 400. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. yeah, they were very well written. I enjoyed every second of it. Um, but yeah, no, we kind of limit them to a certain amount of words and stuff like that. So I wasn't reading um, uh, two A4 pages. Yeah, okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? It was more thoughts like kind of give us a summary, which kind of, I think, uh, resulted in the the amount of entries we got, you know? Yeah. And then as well to say that once we had, a, it was really important, this was really important to us. Once we had read them all, we generated the actual script that we could shoot. We did a table read on Zoom and we invited every child that had entered to come on and to, I read the script for them. I I turned the script into a story for them as opposed to reading yeah. the tradition because it would be slight confusing and you might you might lose a bit of the aspect. Um, and then allowed them then to email us their feedback as to yeah. what they thought of the story. Would there be anything they'd change? Oh, wow. Or, um, and that was uh, like from the jump, that was one of the most important yeah. things to fight for was that Zoom call, right? Because what we really want to do is to generate like from our perspective apart from making something that works really well for Lidl is you want to inspire 400 filmmakers Mm. you want them to understand that they can do this they are part of this film this is not a this is a real film they have contributed to not just a random competition no not a a living breathing they got to on a zoom call with the director and with the writer and we got to ask their opinion of it so when when it happens they get to tell people they were part of it. Because that's what I was just thinking. There's so many brands that, you know, do whatever it is, Christmas card competitions, Mm -hmm. drawing competitions around this time. And, you know, we'll let the kids get involved. And then, you know, you wonder then at the end of the campaign, how authentic was this? But like, it's kind of nearly the theme running through today. It's going back to that, that message and that Zoom call and those kids being brought on and be part of it. And now they're going to be able to say to their little friends, like, I was involved in making yeah. that, and and they'll have their name and their age, so they're in the they're credits. All, that's very important. All credited, every yeah. credited with their full name, yeah. the county they're from, and their age. So they're all. Everyone is credited. So they all have an official yeah. film credit. Are you allowed to tell me how long it is? The film is seven. It is bang on seven minutes with uh, credits. With with credits. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's bang on seven minutes. Uh, very important that that the kids got a credit in it. Not just it was written by kids, but everyone's name checked um, and yeah. their name will also be printed in the Irish Times on Monday the 18th mm-hmm. uh, in a double page spread with with all the writers uh, there as well and yeah we want to make it as authentic yeah. for, for them as a filmmaker process uh, as possible uh, to close the loop for the kids as well is it's being premiered in, in uh, screenings around the country on on uh, Saturday on the on the launch day and everyone who entered uh, were, was in with a chance to win so it'd be all kids who win the tickets win yeah. tickets who entered into it so they'll be at their own 
Roman premiere and then it will be in actually in ad placements throughout Christmas uh, in, in cinemas so mm-hmm. I have to say in fairness to, to Lidl they oh, yeah. they really backed it from, from the word go uh, and gave us every support to make it as good as it possibly can Essence Mediacom and the Irish Times group as well Irish were, Times yeah. and then Element VFX as well with all their support yeah. in, the, in the production we got to do it in all in one house which just Brilliant. given the quite tight turnaround yeah. times to work with the team in there they, they just pulled well that was going to be my next question like did you pitch every aspect of this and closing the loop and involving the kids and and everything and just got their full support and the whole campaign yeah essentially we pitched we originally pitched it we were like there was we had the idea and we were like given how close it was to christmas we were like they're probably not going to go this feels too big yeah it feels like too much of a step outside traditional what you do at christmas Mm -hmm. um but then when we got the we, we got nothing but positive feedback and we were like, okay, this this is pretty this is pretty amazing. And because our big thing, like we'd actually already one of um, one of the our partners in the Irish Time got their child to write what they would see in a Christmas film, and we pitched that in the room. So we got to give them a sample of this is the type of thing that kids are are looking to see, and they're not yeah. seeing. And it was you know a genuine. I mean? It wasn't just. An it was a real th- thinking up what yeah. would the kid. Say it was yeah, 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 and it was it was great. It was a great way to like ground it. We also had some references to, like there was um there was a lot of work done by uh, is it Johnsonsville sausages? Johnsonville or Jacksonville? Uh, Johnsonville. Yeah, with Droga Five, where they were looking for authenticity in twenty seventeen, and they have a thousand employees. So Droga Five interviewed a thousand employees about what they would like to see in an ad, and they got it down to three, and they are amazing they won loads of and they won loads of creative the employee is describing the ad they're in the ad it's shot like to a really high standard and when you watch it you just get this feeling of there was a lot of work gone into the background of that to make me like this this much you know what i mean yeah i know the work that went into the background that sets up the story that makes this do what it needs to do um as well as them making all those thousand employees feel part of their very yeah. expensive ad campaign yeah, yeah. you know what i mean which sometimes i think employees can miss out on they're like they're just over there doing that we're not part uh, of it it happens like, all the time you yeah, get production production companies comments. who come in and they shoot things and they go oh, will you would you mind having your coffee and your laptop over there and you'll be in yeah. the background of a yeah. thing and then you see the ad and you're like i don't this doesn't really represent anything that yeah. i think the company is about yeah. and if yeah i think we've shown we sh- we've shown the sausage ad we showed the what was jeff and his woodland forest friends yeah. forest friends it's a fabulous yeah. piece of work if you haven't seen it anyone watch it but it was the, the insight around that we showed that in the room to be like look this is when and this is done right and you mine for information you mm. can get gold um and then as well just as we said trying to like adults are trying to capture christmas through the eyes of kids that's what we're trying to do. Um, we do that through film, so why not go to the well? <laughs> you know, and it's it's not an easy thing. It's not a, it's um, process wise. It's scary to go. We're going to ask kids yeah. to dictate what we're going to do. But I think once you start to see the entries, you're like, oh, wait, kids are on the ball with this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kids are like uh, someone asked me the other day, do you think um, Obviously, Irish Irish film and cinema is, is growing at the moment. And do you think it's in safe hands? And I was like, well, based on what I read, mm. yes. Because their understanding of plot, narrative, character is it's similar to the Charlie Barr, the way they, they did their edit. I was like, there's a lot of understanding there that is just seems to be inherent now mm. with the amount of media that's consumed. That like when we were growing up, you just wouldn't. 
you just wouldn't know. And um, I was just really impressed. And I, I just loved the whole the whole process. I just thought it was so much fun, you know. And hopefully everyone likes it. Hopefully everyone thinks it's a... It's worthwhile watching yeah. seven times or a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just keep it on loop. We really need those numbers up uh, for this comeback. No, but genuinely, it's out uh, 16th. It was a blast making it. Yeah. Fair play to all the kids. They did an amazing job. So, yeah, it wants to bring that. Uh, I'm excited. Amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. And Emily, that was, I can't believe we're already finished. Um, I know. This is I still can't believe John Lewis didn't make it. It's a bit insane. <laughs> uh, yeah. He just officially declared the downfall of John Lewis. John Lewis, cut for time. Uh, <laughs> could, couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, John Lewis. Uh, we didn't have enough time. Uh, no, but uh, thank you so much for uh, not only returning as our, 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 our most returned and favourite guest, but also for having us into your new uh, home. Of course. Uh, here in the podcast well, studio. You're, you're well, if I'm welcome back on the pod next year, you're welcome back in the studio next Amazing. year. Fantastic. Well, to Emily, thank you so much. Now, can you, can you before we go, yes. can you give us uh, a lowdown on what is Donation Day and um, how can someone get involved? So Christmas FM, we fundraise across the FM run for our charity partners through the magic of Christmas Appeal. But all our efforts are put on Donation Day. It's the one day where it's just a full drive, 7am to 7pm. And it is Wednesday, the 20th of December. Mm -hmm. And it's just all about our charity partner. So you hear us on air. The whole thing will be streamed on our website as well. So we'll have, in this room actually, we'll have a full Mm -hmm. production setup, filming through into the studio and out in the office. So you can see us running around like mad jokes all day long. Um, but it is all to fundraise um, and try and reach our goal of 300,000 for our charity partners this year. Amazing. So next Wednesday, the 20th. 20th of December, Donation Day, uh, get the checkbooks out and, yes. and, and donate. Yeah. Emily, thank you so much. Thanks this for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you very much. Uh, and yeah, until th- that's actually us, us for the, the end of the year. as a full episode. Year. Yeah. Season three wrapped up. Wow. Three seasons. Who we did? thought we'd be cancelled after episode two. Yeah, <laughs> you kept trying to cancel. I kept trying to, I kept trying to cancel. Us. Uh, we don't have time for this, yeah, Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing any other work unless you record the podcast. <laughs> they were actually, all the initial ones were just on our whips, and I was forcing him. <laughs> Why are you recording this, Shane? Yeah. No, but thank you to all of our listeners, viewers. Uh, Spotify Raps has informed us of all of the amount of extra new listeners and viewers yeah. uh, this year. So thank you for coming on the journey with us, and we look forward to uh, showing many more delicious ads in 2024 and beyond thank you Zangafol. <laughs> <laughs>